It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it is another day. Another week. Another week. Another yeah. week. Bit of a dodgy one this week, isn't it? Yes. Let's address the elephant in the room. What's my, happened, Laura? My dad's, de- my dad's dead. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> how? How? Oh, well, I have no eyebrows at the moment. I mean, I, I've looked I better. She's taking her glasses off and her eyes have actually disappeared. I know. I've looked. <laughs> I've definitely had better days. De- <laughs> I'm not looking my best at the moment, I think you could say. I think you can be forgiven. Yeah. Because I don't understand. Days. Yeah, our lives are brilliantly shit. <laughs> it is so mental that we are cosmically connected. Yeah, because how long way. ago did your dad pass? Like Three when months ago. It was, yeah. It was July. Yeah. July, August, September. Three months. Yeah. Three months between us both losing our dads. So we are officially members of the Dead Dad Club. We are both members of the Dead Dad Club. It sucks, actually. It's not, it's not, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. No. On, on a TripAdvisor review, I would give it zero stars currently. It is a zero stars. Never return it to this establishment ever again, please. Yeah, I don't wish. I mean, lucky Probably. I only have one dad, so I've lost him once. I can't lose him again. No. So he's definitely gone. Uh, it sucks. It's not great. It's, uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah. I don't really know. How do you uh, equate the feeling of losing your parent it's a bit difficult isn't it it's very bit of a shock mine was it wasn't uh exactly. it wasn't exactly planned context to it wasn't i mean planned. No, it wasn't planned i didn't have it in the diary it was yeah it wasn't like it's like a mystery pregnancy nobody expected it he did have dementia didn't he so he had mixed dementia so he had alzheimer's yeah. and vascular dementia and that had sort of uh horrifically altered his life he fell over he had a really bad accident in april he broke his pelvis he was in hospital from april um to the end of june so he was in hospital for a really long time trying to kind of rehab himself back to being able to walk which sadly never happened and then he came home and he just slowly kind of went downhill and then yeah wednesday he decided to just skip on out he'd had enough so yeah my dad was the most brilliant man oh i'm sorry he was it was like nothing's ever gonna nothing's ever gonna heal that oh no but i get to take him with me everywhere now i think that's uh, the benefit of it isn't it like he's never not going to be with me because he'll always be with me everywhere sorry <laughs> oh, God. sorry oh well, i just um jesus christ um sorry i knew this is gonna happen <laughs> it's just so sort of Comforting. I know it's not comforting because your dad's dead, but um, it's great. <laughs> like I at least you're like, on your own now. We're twinning. <laughs> yeah, we're twinning. But I, I, I understand exactly what you're going through. It's shit. It's so shit. And you know, when you first told me, like you were messaging me, I could just feel your pains like through the phone, and 
Yeah. I just, I love you. I know. I love you too. <laughs> oh, Vic, don't. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it just feels like your life has changed forever, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's never going to quite be the same again. But uh, you just, I mean, I'm only three fucking months ahead of you, mate. So we're still in the thick of it, really. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Like, I don't know. I just, I go from one moment to being absolutely fine. Yeah. And I think, oh, I think, I know it's ridiculous. It only happened a couple of days ago and I think I'm over it. Yeah. I've, I've figured it all out now. Like it's yeah. fine. And then just out of nowhere, no warning. Yeah. Something just comes up. Just like, feeling. oh my God. And it's so overwhelming. And, you know, someone hugged me in the playground this morning and I just fucking broke. Yeah. When I was just, I just, every single time, it's like, how else do I say it other than I'm going to miss him? Like, so much, yeah. There's no words to describe how much I could just not hearing his voice again. And it's so weird, isn't it? Like that video I sent you. Like there was this video. I was trying to find a picture. Like I I didn't know how to say my dad had died. And I got really into trying to find the perfect picture to surmise my dad. And basically it's not possible because yeah. there were too many layers to him to be able to do that. And I found this video and the, the opening scene of the video, random, random, was a, a house that someone like a relative lived in in another country. And I thought, the fuck is that? And I pressed play on it. And then the camera quickly turned around. And it was my dad singing me happy birthday. I think there's something about video that's really... Bittersweet, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, uh, oh my god, how are we going to get through this episode? I know. <laughs> We're going to have to move on from our dead dads, aren't we? We are in a minute. In a minute. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's that that tangible thing of like seeing them in the flesh, and them, especially for you, like that was your dad pre dementia as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a video literally fifteen years ago. I haven't seen it a day since, and then I just found it. Yeah, and I just keep playing it over and over because it's yeah. like it oh. makes you feel close to him. Yeah, it does. It really does. Even though he's not been that way for quite a while. No, I know, but that's that's the thing too. And I think you know your your dad had dementia, and then when my dad had the diagnosis of leukemia, I do feel like there's that version there's like that version of them in that illness which is the most harrowing part and your mind kind of holds on to those negative things because they're negative and so therefore they have like a bigger impact on you psychologically and then there's them pre the diagnosis and that pre-diagnosis version oh my god (laughs) keep the voice stable (laughs) That's the version that you really want to hold on to. Yeah, it is. That's the true version of your of your dad. And like the video for for me too. They said there was this one little bit of video that I used in the little memoir thing that I did of him, and it's him like <laughs> laughing to camera, and it's on Super Eight. It's from ages ago, and like that one thing 
which only lasted about four seconds. Fucking hell, it just killed me every time I watched it. I was like, ah, 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 because it like summed them up. Yeah. But um, also just how lucky to have that memory, that video of them. Thank yeah. God for fucking technology and all the rest of it because i know from when i've talked about grief on instagram loads of people have said that they can't look at any photos or video or anything of that oh i've just been constantly searching it's i think like all i'm doing at the moment yeah and i think i said to steve i said i think in grief people go one way or the other they either like hoard or they want like for me i'm i'm the complete opposite so dad died on the wednesday and on the Friday, I was up in the loft and Steve was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting rid it's of everything. <laughs> I'm getting rid of everything. And he was like, what? Yeah. I went, it's a mess up here and I'm sick and tired. He was like, it's the you fucking, don't even see it. <laughs> it's the fucking loft. Like you've had about four minutes sleep, but just stop. And I was like, no, I'm fucking sick and tired of it. And I just started lobbing stuff down and he just walked into the garden. He was like... Then I don't need to be it. <laughs> no, but this, I did the same thing, didn't I? Because I, I kept saying, saying to you, like, oh, I just cannot stop cleaning. And I think it's the need to bring some order into back into your life of, like, the most chaotic, uncontrollable thing has just happened. Yeah. And your brain is like, ground me, ground me. How can I ground myself? And order, tidying, purging, it seems to bring only a temporary... <laughs> Yeah. sense of that grounding but it, I think it's a very natural reaction to something like this is yeah the I went to the is, char- look, look Laurie your dad's dead but your loft is in excellent order but it's far from it I've got to keep going I said to Steve I was like I've got to carry on until it's done yeah, and like, then you'll do the loft and then you'll right. move on to the next bit of your okay house. that's what's gonna happen <laughs> we've just got very spotless houses <laughs> But we're dead inside. (laughs) We're dead inside, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I went to the charity shop, like this emotionally dead corpse stood in the charity shop handing all this stuff over. And they went, are you you gift aid registered? Yeah, like, fuck up! I went, no, I'm not. And he went, would you like to sign up? And I went, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And he was, I was just stood there for ages and ages and ages while they did it. And I just stared at them like, what the fuck have I just said yes to? <laughs> and then I went back with another car full. I pulled up around the front and they went, oh, can you turn the car around and go around the back so it's easier for us? And I just went, yeah, got back <laughs> in the car, fucking slammed the car in reverse and just wheeled it around the back. I then threw all of the stuff out of the car and they went, have you got your gift aid card? I said, yeah. They went, go around the front and get it scanned. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you make my trauma any more drawn out, please? I got in the car. I drove off. And I went, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck gift aid. <laughs> On this occasion, I don't give a cunting shit. <laughs> fuck off. My dad is dead. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to call this episode R.I.P. Mike. R.I.P. Mike Parker, yeah. Can you believe it? R.I.P. Mike. I know. He was the most brilliant man ever. I mean, obviously your dad was, you know, it's what we hold, isn't it? Like my dad, is, it's ridiculous, right? We were in this house. So we were fully grown adults and parents. And a spider had got up in between our living room curtains, in between the two bits of fabric. And I saw it glistening sort of through the evening light on the curtain. And I said to Steve, what the fuck? That is a massive spider. 
Anyway, Steve couldn't get hold of it. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I went, I'll call dad. <laughs> and guess what? Mike showed up and I went, dad, I'm so sorry. He went, don't you say sorry, Lolly. Where's the bugger? I'll get rid of it. <laughs> and he came in and he got rid of that fucking spider for us. That is my dad. And, you know, like he wasn't just an amazing person to me. Steve's grieving him too because he was he was fucking like him and dad had the best relationship. You know, a lot of the things that have been done around the house, like radiators that have been fitted, him and dad did it together. My dad yeah. taught Steve how to tie a tie. My dad, yeah. my dad was such an important person in his life because that was the type of person he was. You know, he was just this fucking amazing, charismatic, kind, caring, loving, hilariously brilliant man. And you know, he yeah, do you will. Know you, um, that sounds like Laura. That you're Who? describing there sounds Who? like you. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It sounds like you. And I think that is the way in which, you know, your dad will continue to live on in that you've inherited I hope so. characteristics. Especially <laughs> the funny bit, mate. <laughs> yeah. You're the funniest cunt I know. <laughs> he wanted to come to our show as well. No, you were telling me about he wanted, it. So he, he said, to yeah. It. <laughs> He said, please record it so I can watch it. But it's cool he gets to be there now, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll be there on stage with us. He'll be there. <laughs> but I won't think that on the night. having a panic attack. <laughs> I'll be like, no. Mike, sort me out. <laughs> Ian. Ian. <laughs> Ian and Mike. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So uh, how was your week? That's not real. Let's just move it on from my dad dead. My dad dead. My dad dead. My dad dead. Um, I don't even know, mate. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Anything to light in the mood? Fucking hell. We saw each other. We saw each other. We saw each other. Before yes, chaos amazing. happened. Yeah, that was before the day chaos. before. Um, yes, we saw each other. Oh my God, the toilet. Oh, the fucking toilet situation. Yeah, that was Ooh. hilarious. So we met up and we went to, I'd say like a very posh hotel. Very fancy. Um, where you can just like, I, I didn't even know this was a thing, but you can just like go to a hotel foyer and just hang out in it. And the mezzanine. Mezzanine. So we went to the Hoxton, um, which was very fancy. We stayed in the Hoxton. That was in the Holborn one. This was a different one. Anyway, yeah. uh, so we were there. And uh... <laughs> what happened to you, Laura? What was the toilet trauma? I went into the toilet. And I, you know, when you go into a loo and I looked down at the water, I thought, God, that looks so weird. But I thought maybe it's just super duper clean. I don't know. But I just, I remember noting the water looked different. Yeah. Went for a wee, got the tissue paper. And as I got the tissue paper, someone started knocking on the door and it was a guy, but I didn't pay any attention to it because I thought, well, this is a female's toilet. So they're probably, it's the, obviously the male toilets are next door, whatever. Didn't pay any attention to it. I then wipe myself. Now, I always go front to back because I was taught that's the most hygienic way to go. So my hand goes round the back to wipe, fanny to bum, right? Yeah. My hand went straight into the toilet water. (laughs) And I thought, oh, Oh my God. My hand's absolutely dripping wet. And I stand up and the toilet water is just brimming over the toilet. And I was like, what the fuck? Then... Someone starts like banging on my door and trying to open it. And I was like, oh my God, could right now be any worse? I then get myself like sorted. I walk out and there's a guy in the next cubicle. And I'm then like, is this the men's? Yeah. What's happening here? Is this a urinal? Like, what the fuck is happening? 
And I went, oh my God, I said, that toilet's blocked. He went, yeah, I know, I, I've come to unblock it. And I was like, oh my God, of all the toilets for me to use. And he went, it's okay, use one of the other cubicles. And I was like, I've already gone in there. <laughs> and also left like a mountain of pissy, water for him to see tissue, pissy water. My ha- I was like, with my hand. He just walked out. He didn't even say anything. I was like, does he just quit? Well, they were very slack on sort of con- condemning the toilets because then I, I went to the yeah. toilet afterwards and walked in and uh, uh, I did see some, it was weird because they were flooding at different rates, basically. So yeah. the toilets one end were right to the top, but then there was a couple of toilets that were down the bottom. And then I pretty much did exactly the same thing, but I oh. didn't fist the water. I just, um, my I, hand. I, I pissed and ran. That's what I did. I was like, ah, quick, I can't flush the toilet. Piss and run. <laughs> my hand though it was like it felt cold all day freezing that water and it's just like I couldn't shake my hand was in a perpetual yeah. state of toilet trauma that's it it was yeah it was very funny though it tickled me I could I was like Vic Vic was on, on her phone doing whatever I was like I don't think you understand <laughs> I'm really really upset about this she was like it's fine Nora it's fine I was like it's not fine wash your hands it's fine oh my I mean, god the, the truth is that quite a lot of people's piss could have been in that water who knows what was the what was the log where was it coming from had someone blocked that I think it was a baguette it was a baguette log that did it wasn't it it was I bet it was the turd baguette lady there you go she had 21 day vandalized the Hoxton posh toilets with her massive bum hole yeah she just blocked the whole fucking toilet system. I bet they were flooding. Imagine if they were flooding in the hotel. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, but they didn't shut the toilets for ages. It was it was quite no. quite slack actually. Slack and then the guy eventually came direction. back with a Morrison's bag and a plunger. <laughs> He's going to be escorting that turd out of the building <laughs> in the Morrison's bag, like so many of the stories that we've told on here. So funny. Yeah. Um, so that was that was. Funny and traumatic, wasn't it? And then um, somebody actually, Vic was quite put out actually because we went somewhere else to go and get a drink and I sat down and someone went, I really love your style. And Vic was like, hello. Furious. <laughs> I said to her, mate, you shave a bit of your hair and just people people think you're trendy and cool. That's so true. I'm just not going to do that. Like, imagine mate, I'm shaved hair. No, mate. Absolutely never allowed to happen. thing is, you've got so much hair. <laughs> But if you cut it short like mine, it would be a, a tactical, well, I've, I've said a logistical nightmare. I used to have a very short bob that probably was, yeah. I mean, it was the worst haircut I've ever had. And it took me years to grow it out. It took me so long to grow it out because every time I went to get it cut, it's like such a poor, like, cheapskate. <laughs> I'd only ever go to student hairdresser and they'd be like, ah, oh, just take a bit off, please. And then they'd literally shave my head. <laughs> I'd be like great back to square one fantastic I hated it so, yeah but um, it's good that you've got a lot of hair that's fantastically brilliant I I do I do See? like my hair yeah PMA love PMA what's PMA positive men flattitude oh okay sure I thought it was a hair thing. have you ever heard this is a funny a funny quip about my dad have you ever heard of what's that got to do with the price of cheese no it's a saying okay. right so my dad's hearing's always been categorically shit. But as his as he got worse, his hearing seemed to get better. And I was round his house last week, it probably was maybe the week before. Anyway, there was a road cleaner outside and I could hear that he could hear it and his ears pricked up and he was like looking at me like what the hell is that noise? 
And I went, I said, Dad, I said, it's the road cleaner. And he looked at me and he went, what the fuck has that got to do with the price of cheese, Laura? I was like, (laughs) the the, the noise? He was like, what fucking noise? I was like, okay. (laughs) And also the last thing that he ever said to Steve, so we were there Friday of last week, obviously not this week just gone because he was dead. The week before, (laughs) we went in to see him. Steve was chatting away to him. And my dad just looked at him and went, Will you just unpause the TV, you dickhead? <laughs> and him and Steve had such a brilliant relationship. My dad, my Steve found it absolutely fucking hilarious. And Steve said, I love the fact that was the last the conversation last we ever had. Exactly. Will you just unpause the TV, you dickhead? <laughs> I don't know how I got back onto my dad, but yeah, that uh what it's a saying. PMA, what's that got to do with the price of cheese? I'm going to start using it now, purely in honour of Mike. Mike, yeah. But I'll use it. Um, What were we saying? The Hoxton toilet. toilet. That was Uh, PMA. PMA. Um, Oh, well, we've. Oh, your hairstyle. Your hair hairstyle. Hair disaster. We've had a sort of a massive change in attitude towards school from little Miss Edith. Oh. She. So I'm sure I said here, she she really hated it. The first week was just shit and she was crying every day. Well, she's completely gone the other way now and she absolutely loves school so much. And she's like, on the weekend, are we going to school today? Oh. Like, oh, I love school. I'm like, oh my God. So it actually does make life so much easier when you've got a kid who loves school because she's so, she's like 8.25, she's got a rucksack on, got her little shoes on by herself. She's standing by the door. She's like, oh, we're going to school like just waiting to go to school because she loves it so much she's made a friend she's got like a little bestie now and um she's so like me in her friendships in that she she seriously does a full-on hardcore latch to one person yeah she's exactly what I do yeah (laughs) hence our beautiful friendship (laughs) (laughs) but she's done that and it's helped massively friends. And she comes back and she's like, oh, I love so-and-so. I love so-and-so. Obviously, it's the same person, but I'm not saying her name. For no, of course. Privacy reasons. Yeah, um, yeah She's absolutely adores her. And that's all she talks about. And that's like her new best friend. Um, so, yeah, that's good. And That's brilliant. Um, sleep's been a bit better. So, all in all, generally had like a bit of a better week, really. Do you think maybe it's because she's actually like having her brain massively helped her sleep a hundred percent? She's been stimulated mentally, and I would say overall, since she started school, her behaviour's just got a bit better. I think she's um, she needed she was craving the the order, (laughs) like me and you post death of our dads. Yeah, (laughs) well, I I couldn't be sooner happier to see my children go to school today. Yeah, I bet, mate. Bye, mummy wants to cry at home alone. (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, I had one of those today as well. Because, you know, I do the frigging uh, crocodile on the way to school, Priscilla, for Oliver. Just didn't have it in me this morning. What? You know what? I do the the crocodile, Priscilla, to get him to school. Have I not told you about this? I think you have, but I don't remember. Mate, oh, some ways I wish I never started it, but equally it's been such a um an excellent tool to get him out of the house and work because he's hated school for a long time and he he's the opposite to Edith. Total battle, loads of tears, refusal to do everything, just doesn't want to go. Um, so I think this was probably about six months ago. 
I just one day decided to be a crocodile and she's called Priscilla and um, she walked Oliver to school and it's just a stupid voice, but he fucking loves it. And so, you know, for the for every single day, I have to be Priscilla and it just switches. Oh, Lord. Uh, and it's great because it's such a great tool to get him out and he loves it. But I have to do a 15 minute walk as Mate. a fucking crocodile. So much so now that I do it so often that I <laughs> do identify as a crocodile. <laughs> if you ask me my pronoun, it's crocodile. She, her croc. She, her croc. <laughs> oh, fucking crocodile. There's not only Priscilla, it's Priscilla's mum. And they're like best mates of Batman. It's long, mate. It's a fucking backstory. I've had to dip, dig deep in the imagination. Mate, I could have told you to never do that because that's what we did with our car. Our car's obviously a transformer. And good God, it it's works. exhausting. It works. It's that little bit of creativity. They love it. They absolutely lap it up. But so I could not be asked because I came yeah. from a period. I was just like, I don't care. And he got so upset about it. So I had to do it. But I was like doing it reluctantly. Like being like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Priscilla's here. Like this <laughs> Priscilla's emotionally dead today (laughs) Priscilla's dad is dead And there's nothing (laughs) she can do about it Yeah It's not I was not the vibrant um, Oh dear That's so funny Oh yeah No I'm glad to see you back in this day Me too See you fucking later Can't be bothered (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear Right should we have a story Oh god yeah well done for lighting the mood. Thanks, Priscilla. Thanks, Priscilla. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you're feeling sad about Mike, I could just be Priscilla for you. Can you be Priscilla? <laughs> do you do any of this? No, but oh. I do. Really Walking like down the road like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that would make my day better. Can we do a crocodile biting movement with our hands? This is a podcast. Like that. I can't say you remember. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. I see. <laughs> Oh, you were going, no, I do this down the road. And I was like, oh, what what kind of motion are you using? Can I just say how many people we've had message in post herpes? Oh, really? So many people heard, saying herpes, um, herpes helpline. Go on. Oh, right. Go on, it, to be fair, it's a lot of what you had already said with the tidy up you did before. Yeah. Just a lot of women saying, "Oh, hi," just to let you know, I, you know, me too, and I felt really embarrassed and really ashamed. So that's, you know, we didn't even realize we were shedding light. But we've not had. I've not seen anything. No tidy up on vaginismus. 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 We haven't had a tidy up on that yet. Not um, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, I, there will be people out there with it, won't there? Oh, that's a fucking lootly. I know someone who had it. Don't know anymore. It's not. I wasn't not friends with her because she had it. It was just the part <laughs> that came I'm out. Sorry, well. your your vulva's too swollen for us to continue this friendship. <laughs> your pelvic floor is too tight, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that that wasn't why I'm not friends with her. Oh, good. All right, here I'm going to go with this one. Go, 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 go. No, I can't even read that. It's making me feel too sick. Why? Okay, this is because it's about like penis cheese when you're giving a blowjob. I can't come on in that mood today. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the mood for anything, Priscilla. (laughs) Just call me Priscilla. When I'm with you, Priscilla, I'm in the mood for anything, baby. (laughs) Okay, so this is a bean flick driving confession. Mm. Don't do this at home, kids. Hey, bean flickers, got a confession for you. But first, let me say how utterly fucking awesome you guys are. Okay, I'm not going to. 
There's, I mean, there's a whole paragraph After back. this episode, we might have a lot of people going, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> no. They might turn off and not even get to this part because we've depressed them so much. Exactly. Um, that's what this is all about, though, isn't it? It's a, it's a rocky roller of emotions. All right, so confession time. My libido has been rock bottom for years, thanks to a buttload of reasons. But when I get the horn, I need to act on it. I was at work and feeling frisky, which was inconvenient to say the least. On my way home, the reality dawned on me that as soon as I got in there, as soon as I got in, okay, yeah. On my way home, the reality dawned on me that as soon as I got in, there would be the usual tea time, school stuff, kids everywhere, or husband would probably say something stupid so the clit horn would fuck off unsatisfied. I don't want to waste the opportunity. So and. And so as I was on fairly straight bit of dual carriageway, I put the car on cruise control and had a quick beam flip through my <gasps> trousers while I drove home through my trousers. Was Cruise bloody lovely, if a little bit high risk, especially as a truck went past and I'm fairly sure the driver could see down into my car and see what I was up to too. Proved I can multitask like a boss bitch as I didn't crash the car and I got my rocks off. Keep doing what you're doing. I bloody love you. I would never do that. I would be so, so paranoid. I'd be terrified. Would say, wouldn't you? No, I'd be terrified of dying, obviously. This is me. Oh, no, I hadn't actually really considered that part. I would crash. There's no, I can't multitask like that because I would lose concentration of one thing or the other. But that cruise control is so clever because it keeps your steering wheel, it keeps you within the lines. Oh, that's not my cruise control. My cruise control just sets me to a certain limit and that's it. I've got to do everything else. Yeah. These are like quite new cars that do this. Obviously, my car's like 20 years old. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a Piat Punto, what it was called? Piat Punto? It's a Master Six, love. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I used to have a Fiat Punto, though. Well done. Punto, Punto. Punto. Um, <laughs> for some reason, it just reminded me totally off the subject. We'll come back to the bean flicking. Edith was drawing a picture and she, and she said, Oh, yeah, this one's called Penis. And I was like, What? What, what sort of name is that? She went, Penis. It's like penis, but in French. <laughs> <laughs> That, that girl is you. brilliant. You're so good. She is um, awesome. Yeah, so no, you wouldn't do it. Not, what about, uh, mm. really, not even if you have the fancy cruise control car? No, that terrified me. Honestly, oh, my God. It wouldn't even be about being caught. It would be the accident waiting to happen. I'd, I'd hit a kid or something. I'd never forgive myself. On a dual carriageway, they're really just loose children on the <laughs> A deer then, a rabbit, a hare, something. <laughs> something would interfere. Yeah. Maybe it's part of the thrill. It's more exciting. There's the element of dying. <laughs> no, the element of dying, it doesn't excite me. It doesn't if anything, it, it drives me up quite quickly. Would you yeah. do it? Would you, would, if you had a, a cruise control car, would you I have do got it? one. Uh, no, I, no. I know someone else that does it with a Lilo and gets the Lilo out and does it on the motorway. Yeah. Did oh, it, it, I know I who she, that is. Yeah, you know who it is. Uh, yeah. She is Highly sexed. Yeah. I've got a lot of respect for her. Um, I don't know if she did it driving, though. I feel like maybe she did it when there was a really bad traffic jam. It was traffic jam. I've heard but the story. That, does that not even feel more risky? Because there's so many people that could see in. Thing is, my face, I, I wouldn't, I've not got a poker face when I orgasm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Me neither. And I do find that the Lilo thing, because it's one of those um, clit sucker things available to purchase on our website. Um, that <laughs> thing, it is quite particular in the geography of being being placed over the clip correctly yes. yeah you know what i mean yeah and so i often need to have a little look do you no 
Oh, you just find it. It's instinctive with you, is it? Well, no, I just think you just got to sort of move it around until you hit the spot. You go, oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? I know, but sometimes I'm, I'm not quite getting it. And I'm like, oh, I better just have a little look. It's in the right place. And I've never looked. Like on my belly button or something ridiculous. It's not like that. <laughs> it's only a millimeter out, but I just need to make <laughs> sure that it's in the right place. So I definitely wouldn't be able to do that in a car. But also, I'd get my pubes out and the AA would turn up because they'd think that I'd sent an emergency fire signal. There's an SOS. She's got her ginger fluorescent pubes out. Pubes. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't no, know. No. I'm, I'm impressed with through the trousers. I'm impressed with through the trousers. Yeah, she's not got knickers on. That's quite a lot of layers, isn't it? She must have a very sensitive clitoris. I don't think I. You have to be rub able quite to, hard. It yeah. dry it out. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to orgasm from that. I don't. I, think. I think it would just make me itch. Yeah, it's more like having a good old fanny scratch. That is, isn't it? Yeah, your lich and psoriasis kicking off. Psoriasis. Oh, I couldn't do it through. Oh, yeah, not that's not for me. Not with my condition. You break your skin. I was. Oh. That's, that should be one of the health. You know, when it my, says my paper lips off. would be shredded. Oh, I feel it. <laughs> The symptoms of lich and psoriasis on Google should include cannot masturbate through fabric. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Take half the epidermis off. Um, half the um, epidermis. I I'm love very that. impressed. I'm absolutely impressed by that. I wonder what the traffic was like. Maybe it was quiet. I'm going to say, because does your car automatically stop as well if, if in, when it it's in? The, it does the speed and it does the staying in the lanes. Does it do stopping as well? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Is it, is it self-driving? Mm, not completely, no. But maybe you can put it on that. It should have its. It should be cruise control, but it should be click control, shouldn't it? Yeah. There you go. Click there control. You go, Honda. Put that in your exhaust pipe and smoke it. Smoke it. it. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> or don't smoke it because we're going to make CO two friendly emission cars. Actually, so <laughs> um, yeah, not for me. I don't think I'll be no. masturbating on the. Uh, the 8.13 anytime soon. I just don't find being in the car generally arousing. Obviously, Steve does, but oh, no, I don't. He loves it. Steve would he love it, it. That, wouldn't he? He, he would. Laura, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> put the cruise control on. But then maybe, what about if someone did it to you? Maybe. I feel like I've... No kids. I'm automatically thinking the car seat's in the back. You know, like, oh, God, I've got to get home and do this job or that job. It just wouldn't... My headspace wouldn't be in it. Yeah. Also, but maybe if I was being for taken pleasure. away some no, yeah, except, I mean, even if I'm going, going away, away somewhere for pleasure, I in the car, I still don't think, oh yeah, we're going there. It's like, oh, we've got to get there. Yeah. Oh no, I don't like a car journey. No, but maybe it's because like my kids are always with actually. me. Yeah, that's it. With, I love kids, everything it without like kids. Yeah. yeah, it does feel like a luxury. And then also, I'm driving with Rob, right? So he says the most boring shit ever. Like when we're on the A2. That's just the nicest motorway. That's what I've ever been on. I, I, I really like this motorway. That's not getting me juicy. <laughs> <laughs> or look at this moron coming up beside me. Who's he think he is trying to undertake me? I'll show him a piece of my fucking mind. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm literally driving with Alan Partridge. This is not sexy. Do you know what absolutely drives me fucking mental, Steve? And it makes me want to claw my own ears out so I never have to hear the saying again. <laughs> Steve will be driving and Steve will go, a green car. Who would choose to drive? <laughs> Who goes, oh, I like that green colour. I'm going to buy it. 
every car color that he thinks is unacceptable same saying every time brown who chooses uh, a brown car to drive? Fuck I've got to agree with him on that one. Brown? Who, who's even making a brown Don't, car? Don't, because I actually can't be your friend if you even remotely repeat the same okay, sentiments that Steve I does. I think him and Rob need to take a road trip together. Oh, God. Like it would be, the, it, Louise, it would, it would be, in the most boring. They were Steve, I said to Steve, you'd be in your fucking element with Rob. I said, because he'd ask the questions and you would logically think of the answer. <laughs> he started laughing. He didn't even deny it. <laughs> Because he knows it's true, like the whole fucking Henry VIII thing. I yeah, knew, exactly. I knew he would have the answer to that. Perfect that's, example. That's what, I think it makes sense, though, doesn't it? Really, that we've that's got who we marry. We as their partners, like we're the ones that have got the personality. Yeah, <laughs> there's not enough room for any more personality. <laughs> but the fact that hearing Rob say this is the nice fucking mo way. I'm boring. <laughs> And then he said, oh, I told a colleague at work about the H2 and they said, yes, they really enjoyed driving on that road. So like, oh, my God, your poor working colleague. Oh, like, God. That's so funny. Can we talk about what's happened to his face? Oh, God. <laughs> Luckily, it's gone now because he saw oh. sense. I thought, I don't know if he was like half joking, but so... um. Rob had a shave. He generally does tend to sport a beard. Um, he just looks less sort of dead with facial hair. I <laughs> hate very, Steve's about facial hair. He's very underneath that beard. Yeah. Obviously, he's normally got hair there. And his hair grows, his facial hair grows so fast. Um, so, yeah, he normally has a beard. And then he came out of the bathroom and he'd shaved everything off. Just to, There was a little bit of stubble, but he had left. A fucking moustache. Well, it wasn't just any moustache. It, it was like a handlebar. It was like a Tom Selleck, wasn't it? It was oh, Tom yeah. Selleck moustache. That's what it was. But, like, I thought, oh, I said, oh, ha-ha. You do this every time. Ha-ha. Very funny. Joke's getting a bit old now. Robert. Um, Pack it in. And then Pack it in. He kept it on. <laughs> and he actually went out with that moustache. No! went out for the whole day with that. It's like, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> The thing is, it didn't actually look that bad, okay, if I wasn't his wife. Like, for, <laughs> for me, it looked bad. But if if uh, someone could have that moustache, what he looked like to me was a very trendy East London hipster he, yeah. maker. That's what he, he was fitting like. in with my shaved head. <laughs> if you two gone out together, you would have had a street photographer stopping you to take photos of you. But, oh, my God. Can I just... So cool. Especially with my eyes that have sunken into my head. <laughs> with your no eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a really beautiful oh look. Be like, oh my God, look, she has no eyes. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of worked on one level, but not for my vagina. <laughs> no. My vagina said, uh-uh. Yeah, if way. Steve did that, it would be a big no. I, I would actually be so angry at him if he shaved his beard because he looks awful without one. It's so it's mad, isn't it? How that facial hair can just totally change. It just looks fourteen with a double chin. Yeah, yeah. Rob's the same. He looks so young. I think it's um, even though he's completely grey, it just makes him look too young. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan, and and on that for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Me too. I'm out. I'm not interested. It was rectified. He understood the the, the grey. He got the assignment. That is, if you ever yeah. want to see my vagina again, get rid of that. <laughs> The thing is, I didn't want to save it, but when you came in, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good response, isn't it? Because it's neither that looks like shit or it's very, oh, I love it. It's, it's just, very neutral. 
okay i've acknowledged it that's what i've done and i've had neither opinion negative or positive about it yeah yeah and you take it is a new point it is a new point yeah but he knows me well enough to know yeah but then i would know i would know if i walked in a room and you went okay i'd be like this is bad (laughs) and i've not been married to you it's definitely not okay no so far from okay that's what it is um, right, I think we uh, can round up now. Fucking hell, what a what an episode that's been. Do you think we should have another story? I feel terrible that we've not had another one, or have we? It's been quite the roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think we need another one. I think um, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Don't set us off again. Um, so I'll tell you what we do need, though, girls and guys, girls and guys, girls and guys. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, they, them, and Crocs. And Crocs listening. They, them, so, and Crocs. Our show is coming up. It's fast approaching. We One month. Um, we are officially in the month of the first show. Vic, you'll be fine. <laughs> and what we absolutely need are your best, best, juiciest, filthiest, most hilarious stories. It's like, it's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. We're talking fucking fun absolute debauchery, in whatever it is. Oh, we need, yeah, we need, you know, sort of a receipt uses a tourniquet around a broken penis. We need <laughs> mum's apple pie. We're that talking, we, that is probably one of that and the funny far from doing. But yeah. I think no one, it wouldn't have been funny. It was only hysterically funny because you read it. <laughs> but this is what we need. We need the, the best possible stories. The creme to, de la creme. To use in the show. Um, our live it's not we're not it's not being recorded either no. it's just a one-off it's all being obviously we would have recorded it for mike but mike will be there in essence yes, he's there in essence um if you have been holding on to story thinking oh it's just too bad i can't share it share it is your sign from mike from mike do it for ian mike do it for mike and it. ian think of um, them and please do email it to us. You can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can you do? Do Laura Head on over to our Instagram page where I haven't been very present this week because my dad died, but I will be it's back really on it nice. as normal. And uh, you can slide them into our DMs and they will be collected, picked up and read. But if you yeah, if you want to send a really lengthy, juicy story, email's the way to go. Email's the so better way to do it. Way more words in, can't you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully they'll make the cut for the show, which is very exciting. Terrible yeah. Anonymous. And, and anonymous. So, you know, we're not reading names out here. It is completely anonymous. Like everything that we read on here, it will we will not divulge the name or the information of the person. Um, and also if you want to get your sex toys, sex toys, what's coming up? Christmas. Oh my God. Christmas isn't even that far away. Halloween. You want to wank on Halloween? Wank on Halloween at our show. Spooky On the way to our show. A Guy Fawkes wank on the 5th of November. The 5th of November. We've got Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. To that fifth, so the fifth of November. November. It is an early morning. It's, it's eleven a.m. So we understand, but we bring it's the lols. Oh, I'm telling you now, guys. When Vic and I met last week, that was what we met for, and I. It is gonna be fucking. It's just. Oh, it's gonna be brilliant. I think sad, we're gonna we're gonna, gonna be, be laughing great. just as much as the audience. Yeah. Like it is. We've got. We've put a lot of planning and thought into this it's not just going to be a sit down listening no. to us chew the fat this no, is a really really interactive show and it is going to be fucking brilliant Vic <laughs> will be brilliant I know oh she will oh my god it is just going to be fan fucking fantastic I can't wait 
I keep actually just going, I just keep imagining the like five minutes before going on to stage. I know. <laughs> Mate, how many, how many shows have I done? And 15 minutes before I go on, I go, oh my God, I, I don't remember my lines. They're all gone. And I've got, I go on tour again next week, only for a week. And I'm already going, fuck, I don't know any of my lines. I don't remember any of the show. Hopefully it's muscle memory. It is muscle memory. Of course it fucking is. It's just so ridiculous. I've done it so many times that I've massive gaps between all of them. And every time I go, I've forgotten a lot. Yeah. And then you go out and you just smash it. It just works. I mean, thank God you're there. Jesus Christ, couldn't um, couldn't do it if you were there. I I know you're going to smash it. I know you will. I've got no doubt in my mind. It'll be fine. This is the kind of thing that people never talk about, like professionally. They never talk about fucking shit in their pants and like being really... No, but I think it's really unhelpful to not because I know that I've gone, Jesus Christ, like I look at everyone else and they seem so professional. They go on stage and they don't seem to give a shit. They just seem to own it. I do not own what I do. Like I'm terrified every time. Terrified of people not finding it funny, like the unknown of what situation you're walking out to. It's horrible, but yeah. it's also not. Annoyingly, it's great. So that's yeah. why you keep doing it. But I think it's so normal to feel like this. Yeah, I'm going and to like I therapy. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I've got therapy. four sessions until the show. <laughs> I'm bringing it up. I, I'm trying to get back into therapy. I'm like oh, borrowing into everyone's arsehole. Anybody? It. Anybody got me space? Anybody? Anyone? Hello? Hello? At the moment, it's like a fucking tumbleweed. It's like everyone's in therapy and there's no space for me. But I'll well, find, someone. find someone. I'll find a nook and cranny. I'll find someone. It will um it's well needed at this yeah. at this difficult time. Of grieving. Yeah. Grieving twins over here. We are um, grieving twins. Right then. That's it then. We will see you all week. Yeah. See you all <laughs> see you all week. Slag. See you all week. <laughs> see you next week, slags. Bye, Priscilla. see you next tuesday hi my name is Kay adams and to be honest i'm not so good with the aging process so i enlisted my old chum the filter-free cara mckenzie to advise could you imagine being a porn star the room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off to be honest she's not much help but she is rather amusing And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.